0: do Driven Purpose, a lifestyle podcast designed to bring you the tips, tools, and resources, so that you can discover your purpose, ignite your passion, and fully step into your heart. I'm your host, Amika, Holistic Health, and Mindfulness coach, and I'll be guiding you every step of the way. Thanks for tuning in, and enjoy the show. nice to to see the contrast and to feel the contrast from when (laughs) I was last speaking on this podcast with Sprout, who's here with me now. Um, We were in our apartment in the ghetto, in Palmero in the Pleasure Portal, in Sicily. Palermo. What did I say? (laughs) Palmero. I thought I said Palermo. We'll have to to listen to it again. (laughs) Anyway, and now here we are sitting in Modica. And, um, yeah, something that's been awake and alive for us (laughs) is, um, the path of sovereignty and the power that lies in sovereignty and which really just means being a a sovereign being, being responsible, being connected, being whole, being full, being, um,
1: self-empowered.
0: Self-empowered. Thank you. Anything else you want to hear? Explain more
1: sovereignty, self-connected mm. self-empowered mm. and so the whole journey of our experience um, in empowering ourselves our expression whether that be physically emotionally, mentally financially there's all these spaces of uh, building a sovereign being mm. um, and looking at codependency mm. um, big one. Not that there, there's aspects of humanity that are just naturally codependent, like, uh, but ultimately becoming aware of where it's a crutch or a strength and support, yeah, a support system in which we're utilizing. And, and so, sovereignty is an internal process,
0: yeah. And it's interesting because as we're, I think I was I know, laying on the bed one night and I was like, oh my gosh, we should do a podcast or a live or something on um, the path of sovereignty. And uh, how open relationships can be some of the most secure relationship styles there are. Um, And so this path of sovereignty, which is interesting because we're both here right now being sovereign beings and doing our own inner work. We both come from completely different backgrounds and paths that led us here but one thing that we can say that I feel that we can both say that we see in each other is that the sovereignty within ourselves of having shown up for ourselves and done the inner work. And thus we've been able to meet here in this very different style of open relating, um, relating romantic, romantically, physically, emotionally, spiritually, intimacy. Um, and so, yeah, feeling into this, a little bit deeper and wanting to share some of kind of how we feel about the path of sovereignty and how open relationships can actually be some of the most secure truly secure ways of relating to another
1: thank you for having me here Amanda I appreciate the journey that we're on that we're um, embarking in the when I look at my path and where i come from in my history which has a fair amount of trauma it's not terrible but it's definitely was traumatic for me as a child um didn't have any role models around relationship basically learned to see in the dark um and i get that now as like metaphorically from a space of like my emotional body and my energetic body was just like this murky place of my subconscious that I didn't know how to express. And so when it came to relationships and open relationships, I looked at, I was once in a monogamous relationship for almost nine years and that seemed to work in some degree. And when I, there were aspects of codependency that played out, but I was really unaware of what relationship was. I was just building a framework of relationship in my body. Like, I went from not having any relationships, not having a mother that had relationships, to, okay, I now I got this relationship, now I got to do, like, okay. So I'm doing the relationship thing. I didn't even know what the relationship thing was. I didn't have a model to understand what relationship felt like in my body. I didn't even know what... I barely knew what my body felt like. Um when i moved away from that i started looking at open relationships and what i tracked was like my deepest fear my deepest fear okay i hear, there's all these relationship styles in which you put yourself in a box and create agreements and safety con- constraints and i i really i looked at that and i looked at it like, oh monogamy was really safe for me but it didn't work for me and then i looked at all these non-monogamous styles and i looked at well those are all boxes to create safety and then i looked at my deepest fear it's like if i was completely open to and it had no expectations and no agreements and i looked at that like with so much fear and i was like that's where i gotta go i didn't have a clue how i was gonna get there and i was deathly afraid that that made no sense to the to my feminine, to the safety, the part that wants safety is like, oh, I could just like go be with this person and I'd be safe. Like if we just like create this box and like it'll look really pretty and like we could create that. But ultimately, over there, I really part of me was like, if I can, if I become so free, why is anybody gonna want to just like they could go fuck anybody, they could be with anybody. Why would they, why are they gonna want to be with me? And I. I felt that insecurity, and I felt the joke in it, and the lack of empowerment I felt in that moment. Like, oh, that's a huge insecurity. Like, if we're completely open, and I believe that they're not going to still love me, that's a big insecurity I got going on. That's like a core wound that I got to deal with, so it shows me where I got to go. That I have to go to that place of my sovereignty. Not because I'm avoiding being committed to anybody, not because I'm avoiding relationship, not because I'm avoiding love, because I know where my power sits.
0: Hmm. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I've heard this journey and I've, it's always beautiful to hear it again because it's slightly different, and what you choose to share and what you choose not to share, and I feel like just that overall view of how you got to where you are, to we're sitting here in Italy doing relationships as a spiritual path, makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and what Sprout and I, what we always laugh about is just how we got here from completely different roads, uh, completely different journeys, and a lot of different aspects. The underlying thing was just knowing. Uh, that we wanted to show up for our soul's purpose, knowing that we wanted to share that journey with someone also who had a similar vision and goal. And so for me, um, I also grew up with a mother who uh, was a single mom. And, you know, she married and divorced three times, wasn't really good at relationships, didn't really know how to show her feminine um, at all. I think I remember my mom crying maybe three times. And my mom said sorry to me when I was a child maybe once. Um, and she didn't show me any love or affection. I mean, I remember my first boyfriend had to teach me, like, how to cuddle. He would, like, come over and, like, be, like, cuddling me, and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you're, like, what are you doing? And he's like, Amanda, like, this is what, this is what we do. This is like, we're in a relationship. What are you talking about? You know, and sex at that point was really hard for me also because just the amount of affection and, yeah, just really realizing how so much of the relationship or lack thereof that my mother had, um, both with her own sovereignty in both aspects of herself, her masculine her feminine, and also in relationships with others, um, pulled me into where I am. And, and, and that relationship, my first relationship, was about three and a half years, and he was very controlling. I mean, I wanted at that point... I never really wanted kids. It was never in my vortex. I didn't really feel marriage was my thing, but I did want the typical, like... Oh, well, maybe I want like the house and, you know, the dog and, you know, we can just do our thing. And, um, being in that relationship with him, he was very controlling, very, very, very controlling. And I remember I would have guy friends and he'd get very insecure and, um, yeah, I remember feeling in that relationship, feeling really disconnected and really disempowered and really stuck. I loved this man. He was amazing. He was one of my best friends. I had a lot of fun with him, but it was like, he wanted all my fun and all my pleasure. And he didn't want any other man to have any even opportunity to be close to me. And, um, yeah, it fucked me up, man. <laughs> and then what's so funny about that is I ended that relationship and then I, I left to India. That was my first time leaving India. And then, um, somehow I got into another relationship with another man who was like the exact same almost. Um, and there was all of his insecurities of him projecting his childhood wounds about how his mom abandoned him and all these things, just really not wanting to do his own inner work to be a sovereign being and meet me. Um, and so after that relationship ended, that was, that only lasted six months. Um, I decided that no longer was I ever going to have my love owned or coveted. Um, and I didn't want to own or covet anyone else's love and prevent them from fully, um, being able to express their love however they felt they needed to or wanted to express it in whatever way they wanted to and yeah of course like you said there's a lot of fear around that um which is exactly why i knew i needed to lean into it also and um yeah you know for me i know you've done a lot of different you're you're in a relationship with yanni um, who you've been doing this open relationship, no boundaries, no rules, no agreements for three years. And for me, it's interesting because I never even set that premise on me. I never, I didn't know what the container, I didn't even think about a container. All I, all I would tell is when people told me like, what do you, what do you mean? What do you believe? And I'm like, I believe in open love. That's it. Like I don't, nothing, I can't tell you anything more than that other than I believe in open love and like I never want to hold you back from radiating and expressing your most authentic love that wants to pour through you and if you meet someone or have an experience with someone and it's a soul connection and it's going to light you up and it's going to make you feel more inspired or pleasured or powerful, why would I? ever want to hold you back from that if I truly love you like why would I want to hold you back from that or make it be that I'm the only one that should ever give you those types of experiences (laughs) and so it was like in that it was like oh okay well I don't know what what it is that I believe I just believe in open love and I never want anybody to like own or try to control or take that away from Mm -hmm. me either so here we are in this different you know different roads which led to this path of open relating in a field that there aren't rules or boundaries or agreements and to most people they're like that sounds fucking crazy that means anybody can do whatever they want that means i'm going to get trampled on and stomped over and my feelings aren't going to be honored and you know that,
1: that means chaos yeah that means anarchy
0: yeah yeah
1: so i love the way you speak of it i love that your journey was different than mine It's, like, so beautiful to end up in the same space. Like, I come from a very much more masculine in the mind space of, like, working out through logic through, like, I started exploring different communities. I started, like, first reading books on open relationships, first polyamory, and ultimately looking at the shadows playing out and being like, "Eh, like, I don't like the shadows. Like, it's cool, the stuff that works. And so they try to build you a framework of what works. And this is, uh, it's great. Like, these are the things that work. Um, and my mind can usually like it's usually intelligent enough to uh, w- you know narrate some sort of uh, path that seems to work I'll make mistakes I'll I'll learn I'll correct myself like that seems to be good but I'm more interested in the shadows the shit that's playing out and avoidant patterns and like toxic behavior I'm more interested in looking at this stuff so as I did this I seen the shadows of polyamory and then I was like
0: what are those? Do you want to speak into what you saw as some of the shadows? because I think this is really important for people who are wanting to try to understand all of these different worlds.
1: So um yeah, one of the shadows playing out that i that I like to point out is um is hierarchy is an notion that you put one other as your primary and they're your most important being, and then that means that everybody else is secondary after that. And in my own vibrational being, I cannot get to a place where I find agreement in that systematic way of being. Like, how could I ever place, like, if I start to really get into it, I'm not going to, I don't want to play a game of being like, I love my father more than my mother or, yeah, I might resonate with somebody more, but I'm not going to play the game of, of you're the most important, so you always take priority. That means somebody else that I'm relating with, uh, they're always going to be second fiddle. Mm. Um, and that's a, a slight shadow that plays out. Um, and it won't always play out, but that's just something to be aware of. Um, another shadow that might play out is... So I'm going to... Hold on, I'm going to elaborate on this a little bit more. Yeah. Because I want to get into the framework in which got me here. Because I went through polyamory, I went through open relating, and then I got into relationship anarchy. Relationship before I, relationship anarchy, I was not really like understanding anarchy as a principle. Like I was like, what anarchy? Like I don't get it. I think there's some fundamental cool things about anarchy, but um, when I got into relationship anarchy, this is the piece they point. They quickly pointed out what I already saw. They are pointing out the shadows. Mm. The only reason relationship anarchy is a thing, and relationship anarchy is another model outside of polyamory, uh, relationship anarchy is only a thing because of the shadows that were playing out in the open relationship field in the polyamory field. Mm. So when I what, when they were like, they're not into hierarchy, I was like, whoa, these guys already know. I'm not the only one. There's <coughs> a community of people that are already seeing this. Yeah. Um, they're playing with, they're playing with uh, the hierarchy thing. They're playing with agreements and rules and what that really, what the underlying. For me, it's like the underlying fears and insecurities. When I start to place an agreement or a rule, then I'm starting to... I'm starting to... Into the I'm feeding the insecurity. I'm not actually getting Leaning to the root. Leaning
0: what's causing the insecurity. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's beautiful in my journey, and I went through these stages, and I went the masculine approach of like figuring it out this way to get back into my body, and ultimately I had to leave relationship anarchy because I... Um, It was too structured for my feminine. As I started to embody my experience, Mm -hmm. I started to feel my insecurities much more. Like, oh, these are my truths. I don't really care what the people in polyamory are saying. I don't care what the people in open... I Mm -hmm. don't care what people are saying in monogamy. I know what I feel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's where I want to relate. I had these structures built of understanding the shadows playing out, and I didn't want any of that because I want to actually step into my power... And allow m- anybody I'm with to be in their power and encourage their power.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't want
1: to take from anybody.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's exactly what I was what I was wanting as well. You know, like uh, wanting to meet someone or people, multiple people who are in their power. And 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 here's another piece too. Um, it's kind of like moving beyond there's also a story that's like our purpose is to get married and have children and that's our soul's purpose and that might be your soul's purpose and also as we're evolving and expanding i feel like that narrative is also starting to lose its depth and its potency as more people are starting to feel into um what really is my soul's purpose so for me it was like i want to my my purpose and like my first of all my first and foremost most love is with me and I need to take care of me first and primary. And I don't want to ever overextend my boundaries and give too much and into another partnership um, where I'm not respecting myself because then that's inevitable that that thing is going to wither away or fall apart or break down. And also, the thing that's really important to me is why am I here? Why am I here on this planet? What am I here to do? That's really important to me. Um, and meeting someone who has a similar hey, I'm my most important relationship and this is how I'm going to always serve me that helps me feel safe and secure that I don't have to worry about you. That if you're responsible for you 100% and I'm responsible for me for 100%, yeah, we'll have some hiccups, we'll have some challenges, we'll feel slighted by each other, and we can work through that. But ultimately, if you're taking care of you, then I don't have to worry about you not speaking your voice or your truth or standing up for yourself and that I might, you know, that that there's this insecurity playing out in in this shadow playing out, which I feel like plays out often in relationship. And, um... That other piece of kind of soul's purpose. What
1: are you laughing at? Um, you just said something about insecurity. Yeah. And I, it just made me feel like... I was like, oh, the piece that I love is that, okay, like, I'm a sovereign being. I'm empowered. And you're a sovereign being, and you're empowered. And that doesn't mean I'm always perfect. That doesn't mean I don't have fears and I don't have insecurities. Heck, that doesn't even mean that I don't have jealousy Mm -hmm. I'm aware of these pieces that play out Mm -hmm. I walk in my Mm -hmm. shadows I walk clearly yeah I bring a voice to my feminine um I'm not controlled by these parts of myself I'm aware of them Mm -hmm. and so as you said that piece about insecurity I was just like feeling like damn what I keep seeing and I've been in uh I have one open relationship I've been in for over three years I have numerous kind of like constellations of relationships that move in different ways Mm -hmm. Uh, the deepest one has been three years and it's like a lot of things have happened in that a lot of transformation and I look at life and I'm like oh it's so funny because at times when my partner stands in her power I feel uh, this piece of insecurity out like, look how powerful she is. Like, oh, I could never be that. Like, what's going on? And then I just reflect and realize, like, oh, that's just a mirror of my own parts of myself that I haven't owned and I haven't been yeah. able to step into. Mm. And it's just so funny. And I look like, well, if I'm feeling that, I know that at some point my partner is going to feel that because they see me standing in my power. Yeah. Maybe at a business meeting and all of a sudden they're like, wow. Like, and it's like, so sometimes I will look at Amanda stepping into her power and I'll feel like so grateful and like yeah get it like good and maybe that's based upon where my emotional body is but another point i could see you stepping in your power and maybe my emotional body is in a different space so i'm receiving what i'm seeing Mm -hmm. in a different light Mm -hmm. and then noticing like oh so sometimes most of the time i'll be like grateful for your experience Mm -hmm. and sometimes there'll be times where i'll feel a little bit of contraction like i'm so little i'm fearful and maybe it's because uh my bank last month took 30 grand from me i don't know but that'll cause The what I'm seeing to be perceived differently.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's where that's ultimately where the sovereignty comes in, right? That's ultimately where, like, first of all, speaking, Self, self-growth, self-awareness, um, self-reflection, and and something that you do so well is like speaking into your vulnerability of like, hey, I'm I'm not this is not you. I'm not projecting this onto you. I'm just gonna share the vulnerability that like i'm I'm happy for you, and like there's contraction and I'm feeling small and I'm feeling diminished. and none of what you're doing has anything to do with really how I'm feeling. This is all just my own stuff coming up. And I just want you to be aware. So like, if I'm not as excited as you are in this moment, this is just like my truth and I'm working through it or whatever it is, right. And so, so yeah, I think that you know, when and the reason why I thought I was like, oh my gosh, we should do a podcast on this is because this is truly like, you, and there's a lot, I feel like we could do even some courses on this of like creating a relationship between your own, your, your own, your, your most ideal relationship is the relationship with both sides of yourself, which is your own masculine, your own feminine, your own inner man, your own inner woman, whatever that is. When you create that and harness that, you have this relationship, this ebb and flow, this sovereignty, then you have the ability to take that into any relationship and any expression. Now, The reason why I feel strongly about, you know, I call it open love or or open relationships or whatever it is being the most secure is because ultimately I'm staying secure in myself and I'm sovereign in myself and regardless of whether you choose to stay or you choose to go... There are going to be times where, of course, we lean on each other. We support each other. I mean, you made this beautiful food. Yesterday, I made the beautiful food. Um, you know, I make a matcha. Whatever it is, it's like we're constantly supporting each other, but we're not dependent on that in order to feel anything other than just more empowered or inspired or connected. Or um, And so this is where I feel like if you can truly let go of your ideas around safety... And if you can realize that the only thing that's really safe is just your own ability to feel and your own ability to be in the experience and to be vulnerable even in those experiences and to trust, because it really isn't, no matter how much we try to control anything, um, ultimately we don't really have safety in any aspects. and. The more rules and regulations we try to enforce on something, especially love, which is expansive, you can't even really, when you try to describe it, it's not what it is. Um, the more you're just repressing its ability to flow with abundance and kind of like one of the, the, the last pieces that I personally want to speak into is just... Um, you know, I think I said this to you. I was like, about well, you have, like... Lovers in my life, like, there's some that, like, stick for a while and we have a really deep depth. And I just believe that, like, we, everything has an expiration point in the way that it lasts. Meaning that just because a, a peach goes bad doesn't mean you can't turn it into jam and then it will preserve for more and more years. But there's a time when the peach is ripe. There's a time before it's ripe And then there's a time after it's ripe and you can either choose to throw it away or you could choose to turn it into a preserve, which is like a funny analogy. But like, I believe that as I grow and change and move through life, so too do does the way that I show up in my relationships will, too. And they'll transform. And I don't ever want to hold on to something in the way that it is and think that it's always going to be that way, which is what I found fundamentally wrong Or as a challenge in monogamous relationships. It's like, if we meet when we're 20 and we're together for 40 years, how am I going to know that you're still on the same growth path as me? And you're still enjoying the same things as me. But here we are, bound to life, you know? So, like, you got to just stay with me or I've got to suffer or, you know, we divorce and, you know, whatever. That's another story. But anyways, just feeling into this, what I shared with you is like, damn, you have so much energy. Like, when I'm not around you... I also, like, love my own space and my own time, and I really enjoy that, and you have a lot to give, and I remember being like, damn, like, I don't know how you have all these other relationships and some of them deeper than the one that we're sharing because I feel so met by you, and you have so much to give that, like, if I, if you were all giving giving it all to me, I wouldn't be able to handle it all, you know, and so, like, also realizing that people have different capacities to which they're able to show up in relationship to others. Um, and that's something that I think is really powerful and also I love different people in different ways like you give me this like soul purpose drive and many other things as well and somebody else might just give me like I don't know we might share just really hot sex and that's it or we might share just like really deep wisdom and that's it or whatever you know people can meet us on different ways um, it's beautiful when you can find people who meet you on multiple levels and I I you meet me on multiple levels and I meet you on multiple levels and Yanni meets you on multiple levels and and it's just beautiful how we can all, you know, move through this dance and see these reflections and these different relationships as just aspects of ourselves and our opportunities to continue to lean into our truth of Mm -hmm. what is it that really makes us safe and secure. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Is it our own self work and or is it our society?
1: And, yeah, I'm just so grateful for this journey that has led me here. I faced a lot of uh, adversary and demons, and a lot of people that didn't uh, believe me, that a lot of people that said, you can't do that, you have to have agreements, you have to create safety, like, all these pieces that played out, ultimately something inside of me, which is my I, I get now is my soul is really like, no, 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 there's something out here. Because my soul was saying, I am the universe. I'm everything. There is nothing beyond me. So just keep leaning in. All these beliefs and thoughts that everybody's trying to tell you how to do things. was limiting my expression. And when I tried to share that, you know, know, I don't really want to be in these boxes. I don't really want to, you know, I'd see people's limits. I'd see their resistance. I'd see their beliefs. And I kept leaning in. And I got and I've been destroyed many times along the way. <laughs> been destroyed just like beautiful, like destroyed from like beautiful tantric masters that taught me certain things that blew my mind and dropped me into my body. And and that was that was uh that was yeah, that was maybe being destroyed in a way that was um beautiful well, it's all beautiful in a way that was very constructive and other times in ways that were like just like were more destructive like maybe I am on the wrong path. Yeah. Maybe I'm doing the wrong thing. Why don't I just go back to work being an engineer? Yeah. Why don't I just go like do what I was doing? I was making money. That was safe. It was good. Yeah. Maybe I should go back into safety. Yeah. Oh, things are going on with my relationship. Like, whoa, maybe I should just go back and... Maybe I should create rules and agreements because I would create safety for my partner. Yeah. And they're really, like... They're really feeling that you need that. Yeah. And, I, like, in certain ways, I gave away my power along the way.
0: Yeah.
1: And myself giving away that power... taught me more about myself.
0: Mm. I think it's, like, the last piece that I really, like, feel in this moment is just funny, is how... Like your, like, your motto of, of this, open relating, is, like, no rules, no agreements, no boundaries. That's, like, kind of, like, those are kind of, like, your rules, if you were to say, like, yeah, yeah, the yeah. rules are no rules, no anti, agreements, no. yeah
1: thesis rules. Yeah,
0: and mine is just, like, I just believe in open love. Like, I don't want to, like, I don't even want to say those things. I just want to say that, like, if I'm relating to you, I trust you. And I trust myself enough. To be in this sphere of vibrationally relating and i just want to ultimately trust that at the end of the day you're going to be aligned with your heart and your soul and if you fuck up which i've had partners do then i'm just going to ask you were you in alignment with your highness and best self and if you weren't then that's that's all we need to do and then we can choose to move forward from there so i think it's just really funny how we got here in different ways and different journeys and have a similar idea but a different way of expressing it and yeah a beautiful way of sharing it and i look forward to continuing to share this journey with you sprout and with the audience who follows us on instagram with sprout at intimacy unleashed i'm trying to get more into instagram so i'm vitality with bickham sprout's website instant intimacyunleashed.com our facebook's amanda bickham and sprout love martin and um this podcast obviously and also uh we've already shared this a little bit but we are going to be hosting some of these workshops in holland and in switzerland doing some tantric temples and tantric speed dating i think you said no no
1: I, i typically avoid tantra in my wording but
0: What is it called? Speed dating? Conscious speed dating. Conscious speed dating. Okay, yeah. I mean,
1: I typically share tantric tools, but got it, um, got it. He's, he's uh, out of the boxes. He doesn't want to be in any boxes. Need, he's a, kind of
0: an, a, an aversion to boxes. I don't want to be like. But anyways,
1: so this is. So I just want to share one last piece. Is if I look, if I reflect in the mirror of my experience versus Amanda's. Um, yours comes from, I love, what I love about it is it comes from a very, it comes from the feminine feeling space. Mine comes from the masculine thinking space. So through the totally different like pathways we met in the middle and it's so like beautiful for how the masculine meets the feminine because
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's happening internally and then we meet the mirror that is doing the same thing.
0: Yeah and also you are a vibrational match so like if you're in relationships that aren't vibrating then again use that as a mirror to look at yourself like where am I not showing up for myself because had we not done the work to get us here we wouldn't be this mirror and we wouldn't be vibrating at the same frequency so always look back to yourself and if you guys want you know, help or questions or on relating and dating and anything else feel free to reach out to us and we'll either do some podcasts or you can inquire about coaching and yeah i think that's it anything else Good for now. let's go back to eating our nummy nummy food sprout prepared some really delicious food and it's getting hot up here also <laughs> i'm wearing sweat i don't know how you're in those pants <laughs> he's always wearing pants and it's like so hot uh, anyways thank you guys so much thank you sprout i appreciate being on this journey and sharing with you thank you thank you for coming Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode on Driven for Purpose. I cannot tell you how much your support means. If you found this content helpful in any way, shape, or form, I would love it if you share this with your friends and family. If you haven't yet already done so, please go on over to iTunes and leave us a review. Your reviews help us rank higher, which means more people can get inspired by this content. And together, we can support one another to continue on our journey towards our highest and best selves. I'll catch you next week.